What's going on, everybody? Let's start out this one by thanking all of our friends, all of our little sponsors here. Again, War Athletics, as always, W-O-R Athletics. Uh, shout out to them. Get all your athletic wear, all your gear, custom gear as well through them. Uh, War does stand for Without Remorse. And yeah, shout out to War Athletics one more time. This time, I also want to shout out Top Mount Apparel. Top Mount Apparel has been a company who has uh, showed me support since I started uh, jiu-jitsu. Um, probably soon after my first tournament, they, you know, they've shown me support since damn near the beginning. So, yeah, uh, shout out to, you know, Jose and the crew over at Top Mount Apparel. Check out topmountapparel.com. Uh, they got a lot of awesome shirts, uh, different kinds of gear. They have these a uh, funny line of clothing as well that you can check out there on their website. Again, tell them I sent you and get a little bit of a discount. Uh, as well, I wanted to say I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Christmas is around the corner. Uh, if you have you know friends and family that train jujitsu, you know maybe just watch jujitsu, whatever the case may be. Send them over to Top Mount Apparel. Then get some, then get some cool gear. Send them over to War Athletics, and I hope everyone has a good holiday season. All right, let's get right into this episode of the podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode fifty, Big Five O which was my nickname in high school, by the way. Um, <laughs> no, we have uh, an interesting an interesting episode today. Again, as I was saying in the opening, I hope everyone's having a good holiday season. I hope everyone's staying warm and, you know, trying not to get sick. I know people are getting sick uh, left and right out here. Take care of yourselves. Be safe. And if you're going to go roll somewhere, don't go if you're sick. Come on, be respectful. In this episode, I'm going to talk about what I did for Thanksgiving, what what we had as a gym, and what we potentially will have going on moving forward into this next year of 2023. So let's kick it off with uh, Thanksgiving. We went, um, me and me and Noah went to uh, what they called a turkey roll, but yeah, we had a an open mat session where a bunch of gyms came uh, close to where I live and they invited me out. So I went and had some good roles. It was, it was really fun times seeing uh black belts You know, I had a handful of black belts or I think it was like three, three black belts, uh, brown belts, and then, you know, a bunch of uh, lower belts as well that were there having a fun time rolling. I got to see an old, an old uh, teammate and student of mine, uh, Aaron, Aaron Martin. It was a good time getting to see him hanging out for a while. Uh, getting to see Noah go against different types. Obviously, it's always exciting getting to see where where everyone's at as far as um, learning lessons and like kind of utilizing the new stuff that we've been implementing recently. Uh, it's one thing I really like to do. I like to, once we're going over something new, I make it a point 
to only do that thing to literally every person that I go with just to, you know, show people that it does work. Um, as long as the person is engaging, jujitsu works hundred percent of the time. If people are disengaging, this is a, this is often a misconception as well. Anytime a person disengages in jujitsu and they don't want to like become connected to you in any way, they don't want to give you any positions. You're able to get up 90% of the time when that's going on. Just so people do know, like jujitsu doesn't have to be one directional. It can be multi, multi-directional and you can go from the ground to your feet to taking them down and being on top, or you can be from top, taking them down, get to your side control, mount, finish, whatever, or you could get them off of you, get them to their backs and you can run the fuck away. So, you know, jiu-jitsu doesn't have to be just the sport, you know, but we had a couple instances where I, like, I literally will like point when I'm in a certain position around the room to the people that I've uh, been working with. I'm like, look, I'm going to basically like, look, I'm going to do this, this move that I've been showing you, you know, and most of the time I'm successful with doing it. But sometimes, you know, when people disengage, they, they don't know what's going on or they're worried about what's going to happen to them as far as like, maybe they're going to get caught in something. You know, a lot of people have that, um, that pride about them and don't want to get submitted. So, which is understandable. So it's a little harder to play those things, but for the most part, that's that's one of my favorite things to do. I had uh, I got to go with um, a black belt. Uh, his name is Rob uh, from this area, who outweighs me by, I mean, I would imagine a hundred over a hundred pounds now. But uh, back in 2017, 18, back in twenty nineteen. Uh, he's, he was the person that actually, uh, accidentally, I will say accidentally, uh, tore my LCL in my right knee and, uh, I got to go with him, you know, sub him, get a little bit of a, you know, quote unquote payback for, for that injury. Um, but yeah, now all joking aside, it was fun. I got to go with him, got to go with a uh, black belt from Akosa, a brown belt from Akosa. Um, black belt from Gracie Baja, brown belt from uh, CU Jiu-Jitsu, uh, blue belt from Texas, a really interesting role. It was fun times. Um, trying to think of where everybody was from. I mean, they were all over. You know, it was, just, it was a big class, and I was very thankful to uh, be able to be in close proximity so I could go actually do that. And, you know, like I said, it was a good time. Got to hang out with, with my boys and, you know, it is what it is, but I hope everyone out there got a chance to go out and get some good rolls in before, uh, before stuffing themselves with all that food. It's always, it always makes it feel less, uh, less troublesome when you get that exercise in before you eat that much. At least that's how I eat. I don't know about you guys, but give me some mashed potatoes, rolls, corn, some ham, I'm probably going to be passed out in about 40 minutes. So, again, I hope everyone had a good holiday season there with Thanksgiving. Uh, moving into December and uh, Christmas time, we do have the potential of having another one of those open mats. Um, so, I'm actually looking forward to that. I don't know 
when it will be. Uh, obviously, no one's going to be rolling on Christmas morning, but maybe Christmas Eve, maybe something like that. I mean, I'd be definitely interested in doing that, and hopefully we can get something going and get more more people to get on the, on the mats with us uh, at this one. So let's see what we have here on our list. Oh, oh, we got a good one. So for those of you who aren't familiar with the sport, um, there is a, there's always been like a criteria to being at a certain level in jujitsu, right? And for, for me, it's always how you are performing and how you are learning outside of me teaching you. If I see like you're progressing and not only achieving a certain position or a certain move, finishing a certain move, but doing it consistently against different people, you're improving. If I see you actively put yourself in bad positions just to work your way out of it, you're improving. Like there's, there's different criteria for every, every school, every mindset, every person. That being said, my coach is one of the, you know, he owns one of the premier schools on the East coast of the United States. And especially in the kids divisions, like, He's one of the best known schools in the world. So when I, you know, when I received my uh, purple belt and my brown belt from Diego Bispo, it it meant a lot. Like it, that's a that's a big deal. Like a person of that caliber trusted trusts me and believes in me enough to to give me those um, that status, so to speak, of knowledge in jujitsu. Now. Just because he gave me the brown belt does not inherently make me good. I had to practice, I had to work hard, and I had to do what I what I love to do, and that is learn and you know dissect jujitsu so I can figure out you know reverse engineer positions, figure out how I want to do it for my body style, and then also how I'm going to teach it for everyone else's body style because not not very many people learn the same way. You know, there's going to be categories each, each and every uh, person that you come across are going to learn differently. Now, one of the best grapplers in the sport, uh, his name is Craig Jones. He's known for being the number two guy in the world. Like it's, it's a running joke that they call him, uh, just number two, because he's always he's always coming up short and getting silver in all the uh, the major tournaments. Um, but this uh, this past month, he said something that kind of like it, it kind of got to me a little bit. Not not because I feel like it affects me per se, because I don't really I don't believe in what he's saying, but at the same time. I've seen other gyms who are close to me that have this same mentality. And it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of rubbing me the wrong way just because a lot of people that are listening to him who look up to him, you know, there's young grapplers and uh, grappling fanatics that genuinely idolize Craig Jones 
because he's a funny guy, but he's really successful and really good at jujitsu. And then he has his peers who, you know, categorize him as one of the best there is. Now I'm going to play a, a little sound clip for you guys. So you guys can kind of hear what it was that he said. And I'll go on to explain what I mean. The black belt's taken away. I kind of agree with that. I, I think what those guys are doing is sort of superior to what we've been doing for a long time. Because we build an entire sport around conceding bottom position. I'm not one of those guys that says um, we should grapple as if people are striking us. But I believe we should grapple as if the top guy knows how to pass and pin. A lot of guys don't mind being on bottom because they've never rolled with a guy that knows how to pass guide or pin someone. So they don't know how fatiguing and horrible it is. Everyone thinks they're good at guard until they come across a guy that really can pass well. And then suddenly they think, I'd rather be standing, I'd rather be on top, but they don't know how to get there. And if they do, they don't know how to hold someone down. I think Makachev's grappling is superior to what a lot of the traditional jiu-jitsu guys do. Because they don't know how to hold someone down. They have no idea how to do it. So we really got to reverse engineer what Makachev's doing which I've been trying to do on top, and I'm trying to teach these guys how to do it so I can practice doing it on bottom. Safe ways to get up, heist, switches. Obviously, I'm working on it in open space. Volkanovski's already really good against the fence to get up. But obviously, tough. Very hard work to start in that deep of him. I honestly agree with when Makachev says a lot of people deserve to have their black belts taken away. Now, again, this is, you know, one of the best grapplers in the world, so... I, for one, love Craig Jones. I think he's hilarious, and I like his jiu-jitsu. But for him to say that some black belts deserve to get their belts taken away is its just crazy to me. Um, he even goes to say, because we have built this sport off of conceding bottom position, which means you openly will go to your go to the ground and start off on either sitting on your butt or laying on your back to start the match now i want to go ahead and say craig jones literally has done this his whole career and just recently has gotten into the pins and uh, top position game but still plays primarily bottom including adcc in september where his match was the highest penalized match and he spent almost the entire thing on his back now again i like kurt jones but for him to say this is kind of crazy um it sucks because people are going to hear that and they're going to build off of it and it becomes it becomes like you know an inception thought it's just going to go further and further and further until either it dies out or they make that a thing right now i in no way shape or form would ever say, oh yeah, put me put me in a match against Craig Jones, I'm gonna win. I'm I'm no ath I'm not an athlete in the sense that I'm at the top of the, the jiu-jitsu sport world. But at the same time, it's like how is any person's belt invalid because of what another person says if their coach gave them a belt? It's just a belt. It means you know it, it means something to the person it's very valuable to have as an asset if for a business, but if, you know, if someone else in like Missouri gets a black belt 
And for me to go over and say, hey, I don't think you're a black belt because I, I'm not because you're not as good as I am or because you can't do the X, Y and Z like that's not for us to say. And I just I kind of think that one's messed up. Someone had asked me about it, um, not during not one of the podcast questions, but just um, one of my friends just asked me what I thought about it. And I just, you know, I thought about it for a while and that really kind of bugged me. So I thought I'd bring that up here on uh, this episode. Again, everyone has their own style. Uh, he's talking about Makachev in this in this particular video. Uh, Makachev actually doesn't even do jujitsu. He did he did sambo, and it's the only reason that he is uh, superior in this situation is because he's focused. Makachev is focused primarily on being on top and just worked on top. Uh, if you put Gordon Ryan in there against Craig Jones or any of the other grapplers in the sport, you see it every single match. He Gordon Ryan will play top position. He'll play bottom position. He'll hold any person down. He even gets people to tap just by smothering them, by holding them from the top position. So it's like maybe... You didn't have those parts and aspects of your game. And that's why you feel that way now. But you cannot change the standard once you've crossed that threshold. You have to you have to leave the standard where it is until jiu-jitsu as a whole makes that claim. Um, and that's again, that's just where I stand in that situation. Uh, like I said, there's a couple of there's a couple of gyms close to me that feel that same way, and it's it's sad. It's sad. Like, do do I think some people aren't as good as other people? Of course, you know, there's people I think that I'm better than. There's people who think I think that are better than me. But just because we're all wearing the same color belt doesn't mean jack shit to me. I I, I can literally tie a fucking shoestring around my waist. And it doesn't make me any lesser of a grappler than I was before. So that's that's what I mean by, you know, the thought of someone saying something as bold as you deserve to get it taken away. I mean, that's, that's absurd. Um, again, whatever. And nothing may come of it. But I personally think that that's a, that's a crazy statement. Um, I did have a, I did actually work on something for this episode. I've changed my volume setting a little bit since I've been here. I think some of my settings got messed up. So I know some of the volumes been a little quiet. So let me know in the next one or just send me a message. Let me know if my volume is still too quiet and I'll adjust. That way we can get, you know, we can get some stuff going here and, uh, try to try to maximize the quality of the show again i'm doing this alone i've i'm just figuring it out as i go i don't have a lot of fancy equipment and you know pers- a producer or anything so please help me help you by enjoying this the quality of the show and i can just keep getting better and better that's really all for today. Again, a nice short one, about 20 minutes. I think we got 20 minutes in now. 
Thank you again, everyone. Thank you for the holiday rolls there at um, here in Champaign. Hopefully we get to do it again in December. I'll have another episode up later, probably this weekend. I have a couple recorded that I'm going to put out, but I'm waiting for uh, announcements before I do that. And then, uh, like I said, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get some call uh, call interviews going. I'm trying to work on this the my setup so I can just do interviews over the phone as well, so that way we can get some more people on here on the show and get excited. Uh, shout out also to the crew over at Costco and Champagne doing doing a real big things over there. About to do a holiday party, um, <laughs> but yeah, thanks everyone for the support. I know I've been rambling, but. As always, thank you for giving or taking that one chance.